Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Shalila. And this is Are You Still Watching? A podcast about movies and their place in our culture. And we're back. We are back. Do you think we have the money to secure the rights for Don't Call It a Comeback? Because oh. I think it'd be really fun to insert that right here. Um, I just feel like that'd be a great place for it because it has been an age since we recorded, but it feels very appropriate that we are recording today, uh, two days, I believe, after the Oscar nominations were announced. Maybe it was yesterday. I can't remember now. Uh, and our first episode was almost two years to the day uh, ago, uh, and it was about the Oscars. That's true. A nice way to start the year. Two years ago, we kicked it off, and it was so fun. It was so nice. I remember that we sat there and said, wow, this is going to be so great. We're going to find some time to record this over the next couple months. We're going <laughs> to find some time and watch these movies and definitely watch the Oscars together. That are all of us. That's what we're going to do. And... Uh, and Boy, nothing weird is going to happen to the movie <laughs> yeah, industry over the next couple of years. It's going to be just the same. Not a single thing is going to happen, and we definitely are going to have to fight for time to record. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen for sure. Um, yeah, shout out to two years ago, man. Younger us, fresher face. different time. It was one month before the first lockdown. Yep. Uh, honestly, good time to start a podcast. We kind of were ahead of the game. I agree. When everyone was jumping on it in lockdown, we had the microphones already. And that's all I can say. Do you remember that time period when there was like no mics? I do. I remember the toilet paper era, the microphone era. There were no mics. There was no flower era. Yeah. We got ahead of it. Well, uh, we are back once again with our Oscar watch. So uh, we're just going to do kind of what we did the, the last time, uh, running through some of the categories. Um, I have a ton of opinions on this um, because there are a lot of fascinating picks that were were sort of revealed. Um, I know you also have lots of thoughts on it. I think uh, there's also some things that we have to complain about per usual. Um, but I want to kick it off by saying in general – I'm actually really happy with this year's selections. This is a pretty strong year. I hard second that. Yeah, me too. I also like the share of international attention that's been given this year. Oh, yeah. I mean, comparatively speaking, yeah, this is like a wildly diverse year, comparatively speaking. Um, The fact that we have two non-American, non-British films that are actually making some waves that have got nominated for a couple of things outside of best international is astounding right like it's always a shock if one of them makes it parasite getting what it did was a shock uh not to know who saw it but to academy you know to, to, to oscar watchers so the fact that we have two is just so cool um it really comes back to or it makes me think of that quote that bon juno had back two years ago now when he said that the um somebody asked him if he cared that they did or didn't get nominated. I can't remember what the question was. And he basically said uh, he didn't really, he wasn't that upset one way or the other because the Oscars are a pretty regional award show. <laughs> a local, like, yeah, he called it a local award show. A local award show. Yeah. He's like, it doesn't really matter to us. And I was like, oh man, uh, it just reminds me of that. The uh, American grandiose uh, uh, visions of itself. We always like to think it's more important. So it, it, I, I think about that when I think about the amount of international movies nominated and how we're sort of like, oh, there's so few. And then I have to remember like, it is important, but probably to each individual movie, they're like, it's fine. It's just the Oscars. <laughs> like, we we have much more important award shows that we care about that are not here in this country. And it's the humbling we deserve. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. Uh, all right. Well, why don't you kick it off? Give us a give us a category here, and let's get into some thoughts. Other than we're pretty happy with the overall picks. Overall, yeah. I got some complaints. Don't you worry. Uh, what would this podcast be without complaints? So mm-hmm. let's kick it off with the big category. I think uh, let's. It'll take us through a lot of the movies that will probably be coming up a lot in the next month and a half and that will probably be mentioned a lot over the next 30 minutes or so so a best picture let's go um i'm gonna run through all of them and then we can do reactions so we've got belfast we have coda we have don't look up we have drive my car we've got dune we've got king richard we have licorice pizza we have nightmare alley we have the power of the dog and we have west side story Thoughts. I think it's weird. My first thought is, why is West Side Story not coming with a year demarcator in its nomination? It's not carrying like West Side Story parentheses 2021. Doesn't that seem weird? That is weird. Do they both just have the exact same name? I don't know. That's what I was wondering. I was like, wait, is it is it like the West Side Story or something? Like, I don't think that's true. I'm gonna look up the official Oscar website really quick and see if it is different there than it is on our Lord and Savior Wikipedia. Nope. Yeah, it's just called West Side Story. <laughs> it really seems like it should come with a demarcator. That's weird. Uh, okay, thoughts. Um, actually, I, I think I'd like to start. I just want to know kind of the difference between what we've seen. How many of these have you seen? Slim, slim few. I've seen Coda. I've seen Dune. I've seen West Side Story. Coda, Dune, West Side Story. Okay, great. I have seen five of them. Uh, what I'm actually happy to hear is we've seen different ones. So I've seen Don't Look Up, Dune, King Richard, Nightmare Alley, and The Power of the Dog. Um, so I'm glad we're kind of splitting the difference there. Sorry, Belfast. Uh, and Licorice Pizza. Both uh, of which are promoting hard on the tube these days. Like, you cannot take a train without yes. being shoved in the face with those posters. I don't know what it's like on the other side of the pond, but... Licorice Pizza has been absolutely everywhere every single where um i don't think americans know about belfast at all i think it is completely unknown i'm gonna be Um, totally honest before the oscars announced the nominations i thought belfast was like a regional irish play that was happening in a small theater in london that i was being (laughs) advertised and then i saw it all over everything and i said oh maybe i should pay attention to this instead of a massive kenneth Branagh movie yeah um i think it's because it hit too early belfast came out like june maybe in the U.S., like I don't know, it might have been the festival circuit. I don't know, but all of kind of the talk around it was then, and then it just never happened again. So I just don't think people know about it here. Hmm. Uh, but let's get into some thoughts. So overall, the first thing I want to mention is Best Picture does have a change this year. Uh, this is the first year where they are mandating that Best Picture have ten nominations. So that is new. Starting in two thousand nine, they opened it up to being up to ten. Um, and it fluctuated between, I don't think it ever hit 10. I, it usually fluctuates between five and nine since 2009. This is the first year that we're mandated to have 10. So that does actually cause obviously a little bit of difference, you know, opens up the field a little bit, I think, um, which is interesting. So that's like my really nice way of saying, wow, look at these interesting picks. Now time to get a little more petty. Uh, I don't know what Don't Look Up is doing here. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know why it's here. I truly don't. Um, Like, I know we like this movie a lot, but not a joke. I honestly think 2012 is a better Don't Look Up than Don't Look Up. 
Like, I stand by that opinion. I think 2012 is a better satire, and I think it understands what it is better, and it's never trying to insist upon itself in the way that Don't Look Up does. I mean, I immediately agree with that. I don't I don't understand why that movie got everything that it got yet, so I won't be watching it. I really don't think I will. Every time I look at it, I think, mm, I could click play, but I don't want to, which says it, it all. I mean, yeah, there's really nothing, like, you're not missing anything. Like, again, if you've seen any Adam McKay movie in the last 10 years and watch 2012, then you've seen Don't Look Up. Like, it's just not, it's not really doing much. So anyway, that's my big complaint as far as like what's included. I think the rest of these are fine, even not having seen others, right? I'm very excited to see, uh, very excited to see The Power of the Dog, um, Nightmare Alley. Uh, have not seen Drive My Car yet, but the fact that that is a, a, a international film that whose, whose Oscar... Um, uh, 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 what am I trying to say? It's it's not its race, but sort of its um candidacy, right? Its campaign. That's what I'm trying to say. Was driven almost entirely by critical review. They basically did not have an Oscar campaign. That's huge. Yeah, like that means that it was got it got there because it merited it, and that's so cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited in general for the mix. Like, I didn't care for Dune. Sorry, everyone, but. I recognize what it was, and I'm excited to see some sci-fi here. I think that's great. You've got big movies like Dune um, and West Side Story. You've got musical in West Side Story. You've got really small movies, Belfast, Drive My Car. You've got biopics in King Richard. You've got uh, a little bit of horror thriller in Nightmare Alley. Like, There's some good genre diversity here, and I like that. Yeah, it's very exciting. Uh, biggest miss. Um, I do not understand why Green Knight is not on here. I loved Green Knight. Um, it, maybe it's not the best movie that was ever made. I don't know about that, but I absolutely adored the Green Knight and I think it was a marvel of filmmaking and I don't know how it doesn't have a best picture nom. There's other categories that I'm way more upset it's not on. So I will acquiesce to it not being here, but I do still think that's nuts. Also, Spencer. Did you ever see Spencer? My biggest emotion to express on this podcast is why isn't Spencer in every category? Best male actor. Throw it in there. I don't know. It's it's the best movie. It's the greatest Honestly, movie. I loved it so much. What's his face? Timothy Spall was great in that movie. He was great, actually. <laughs> it you know was what? awesome. Yeah. I'd give it to him. Uh, I don't know why Spencer's not on here either. I mean, the, the, the cinematography is fantastic. Um, one of my favorite things from the movies this year is there are a few, including Spencer, uh, Shiva Baby, which is fantastic, but yeah. smaller. I get why it's not here. Uh, even the Power of the Dog a little bit that are edited or staged or shot in a way that evokes horror movies, even if they're not literally horror. And I think Spencer did it to such a phenomenal degree. Um, uh, 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 the shots of them at the, the dining room table where the queen is basically mm. hidden uh was reminded me so much of of you know jaws or alien of that idea of like 10 cloverfield lane energy yes you don't get to see the horror it's it's hidden it's waiting and i loved that like how is that not on here and it's it's shocking it's absolutely shocking yeah that's best picture i will say i i i honestly think best picture is maybe the one i'm maybe the one i'm least upset about like i overall i think they did an all right job all, all things considered, they got a pretty good mix. I think this is one of the stronger um, overall spreads that we've seen in a while. Um, the other one that I really think is missing is... No, two I think are missing is Bell, 
we're going to get back to that animation. I'm going to save yes, all Belle. of my all of my hatred for that choice in animation. Uh, and then um, Tragedy Macbeth. I don't know where that's at, but that was a super good movie. My guess is they it continues to be the fact that they don't like streaming services. I realize Power of the Dog's on here, but um, uh, you know, I don't think Apple TV they're going to give that to anytime soon. That's my <laughs> only guess. Uh, I just don't know what's not doing here. That was so good. So anyway, that's Best Picture. Wonderful. Let's move to Best Actress in a Leading Role, uh, which has a fascinating, complete lack of overlap with Best Picture. Um, yeah. So we've, fam- yeah, but like entirely so. I, I, I thought I thought at the very least Spencer would be the overlap. That's what I expected. Yep. Um, yep. Let's get into it. We have Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. We have Olivia Coleman for The Lost Daughter. Penelope Cruz for Parallel Mothers. Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos. And Kristen Stewart for Spencer. Yeah, so uh, first off, what you just pointed out, I think that's interesting to let people know about. Like, if you haven't heard that before, it's a very true thing. In general, Best Actress does not overlap with Best Picture. In general, Best Actor overlaps with Best Picture almost exactly. Um, again, that's in general. It's just not always true. Um, this year, Best Actor and Best Picture are actually pretty not aligned. But um, yeah, it's always a thing. I They don't like movies. They don't like to award Best Picture nominations to movies about women, but they do like the women in those movies. <laughs> Seems to be the general rule. Uh, They're always women in pain. Yes. So it's a damn movie uh, about a woman who's struggling, but it won't be my best picture. <laughs> yep. Other trends I noticed here. Um, we always have that one movie that nobody saw that there's an actress nominated for. The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Jessica Chastain. I don't yep. know a single human being who saw that movie. I don't know a single being it. who's heard of that movie. So. Yep. And that's how it always is, right? Last year was the Renee Zellweger one that she won for. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest. Like, I even think the one with Meryl Streep counts. Meryl Streep was in Florence Foster Jenkins. I don't know anyone who saw that. Like, there's always some movie that there's an actress who's been around for a bit who is in, and you don't know what it is. Like, you've never heard of it. It doesn't I, – I don't know where they – I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, beyond that, I'm – I think this is a pretty interesting list. I think Penelope Cruz uh, coming out of Parallel Mothers, which, again, is international, like – that's really cool to see. I did not expect them to pull an international nom. I think one of the biggest missing noms for me uh, is out of the worst person in the world. Yep. Uh, I wish I knew how to pronounce lead actress's name. Um, I'm going to say Renat Reins. Don't know if that's correct. I apologize to her. But she is probably one of the strongest performers of the year. She definitely should have had a nomination. She doesn't. That's very sad. She's very good. Um, beyond that, I think this is a good list. Olivia Coleman killed it as always. I have not seen Parallel Mothers, but Penelope Cruz, you know, that movie got a lot of attention. She got a lot of attention to make sense. Kristen Stewart is probably the most interesting one. So that's where I want to spend most of my time. Nicole Kidman, this being the Ricardos, man, did they campaign hard. Oh, they campaigned the hell out of this movie. And this kind of feels like the uh, career nomination. I don't know yeah. if you agree with that, but. That's what I'm getting out of this, right? It's it's just recognizing her career. No, I quite agree. I mean, I, and it's a Sorkin film, and it's been like 20 years since she last won. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I think with I think with the campaign, I think she was probably going to take it too. So. It was fine. I'm not saying she was terrible, but 
there are better picks, and the better pick is below her, which is Kristen Stewart. As Diana, which is also the one who's the least likely to miss to win this one. So <laughs> yeah, so we haven't recorded since any of the award season started, so we haven't had a chance to talk about this. But what the hell happened? I honestly was terrified that she wasn't going to get the nom. She was basically shut out of the award season. I really don't understand what the heavy, heavy industry resistance is, but there's definitely like a there's a massive there's movement. Yeah, like there's something in the background because she was so darn good. So darn good in a very darn good film where there were very, very good performances. And that whole thing seems to have been deleted, which doesn't just happen. No, didn't get anything. Um, she didn't get the Sagnom. She didn't get the BAFTA. Nothing. And I do, I'm not even talking about the wins, right? We're just talking about nominations. Just the noms, I yeah. don't understand what happened. Um, she w- Like when that movie hit, she was at the time like the favorite, right? She was the internet favorite. This was like the Bacon thing was she was this was her award to lose. And then seemingly over the next six months, she essentially got wiped off the map and I was fully expecting to not hear her name. So to hear it come up was fascinating for two reasons. A, uh, 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 given what we just said, right, that that she just wasn't around. But B, BAFTA and SAG, those are the same voters who vote for this. Yeah. So the fact that she wasn't at those two, but she showed up in this nomination is so confusing. Because those are the same groups of people who vote. So the only thing I can imagine is that there were enough non-British directors, producers, writers, everybody who wasn't actors and wasn't British who were able to vote her in. Like, I, I don't understand otherwise. I mean, that has to be it. I'm, I'm baffled and upset, frankly. So. so you have more insight into this than I do, obviously. But uh, there were some interesting sort of theories I was reading. No idea how much credible credibility they have. But... Interesting theories having to do with the royal family and their dislike of this movie and their influence on, obviously, the BAFTAs, but more importantly, like, the British film industry, especially elderly British film industry, which makes up a non-significant chunk of the Academy Award, uh, 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 the, the Academy of Motion Pictures and Art Sizes. So, uh, I don't know if you really have any insight on that, like, if you've seen anything, heard anything since you're... Uh, in the trenches there, but that was sort of an interesting theory I saw pushed forward is that uh, it may in fact be the royal family that is kind of waging a counter campaign here. I mean, Prince William is a BAFTA president, so I see that. Uh, I do think it's really interesting, though, that they they sort of, the royal family said that they, they don't quite mind the crown and they're okay with it. I mean, they watch it and they're like, yeah, I mean, it's fiction, but we've watched it. With That's this one, they were like, mm-hmm, nope. Well, I can see where that would put pressure. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Let's get back to Best Picture at the end, actually. I think that'll be a fun one to end on. But who's your current pick for Best Actress? Who uh, Who do you think it's going to? Who do you want it to go to? Uh, definitely. I, I really think it's going to Nicole Kidman. I, of course, want Kristen Stewart. I think I that's think the, the, the top and the bottom of the list in terms of likelihood. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think it's too soon for Olivia Coleman. Otherwise, she would have ha- had a, a strong chance. It's too soon for another one. Yeah, I mean, she was great in that. Um, she was really, really good in The Lost Daughter. I agree with you on sort of that, the the soonness. I also think, not not necessarily about like who I think will, but more who I want. I think in any other year, I might have given it to Coleman, but she played a very, a very, very good subdued role. Kristen Stewart just, 
dropped like a bomb. You know what I mean? Just, just absolutely kind of blasted through the screen as Diana in a way that I think is very loud and bombastic. Mm. It is a little more attention demanding. And that to me is very much like, yeah, that's, she gets it. This is, this is a little more different. So yeah, I think we are aligned on best actress. So take it away. What's next? Good stuff. We've got best actor next. So let me run through them. We've got Javier Bardem for being the Ricardos. We have Benedict Cumberbatch for the power of the dog. We have Andrew Garfield for Tick Boom. We have Will Smith for King Richard. And we have Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Cool. So the only one in here I have not seen is Tick, Tick, Boom. Uh, on the other list, I hadn't seen Parallel Mothers or The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Uh, so I can't speak to Andrew Garfield other than he's great. <laughs> I don't have anything bad to say about Andrew Garfield. I'm sure he's good. <laughs> he's having a um, year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's having a great time. Um I don't see a world in which he's winning. Oh, no. He's the, he's the Kristen Stewart of the category. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's winning. But, you know, I'm glad he's there. Um, beyond that, uh, this feels like exactly the list I would assume it would be. There's not really any surprises here, I think. Um, I'm not even sure there's anyone necessarily. Mi- oh, no. What am I saying? <sighs> Forget what I was saying. I have a huge complaint. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Uh, I would kick out Javier. I haven't seen Andrew Garfield, so I won't say that. I, I have no idea. I won't, I won't speak to him, but I would kick out Bardem. No offense to Bardem. I think he was fine. I think he was a very weird casting choice for Daisy Arnaz. I think he's also been very weird about the whole, he's Spanish and I don't know. It's, it's been very weird, but, um, I, 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 I as opposed to, to Daisy Arnaz, who was Cuban, obviously, but more importantly, where the hell is Nick Cage? Did you watch Pig? I did not, but I I just assumed he was going to get nominated. I've read everything about it. Wild. Wild movie. Deserves to be watched ten times over. It's incredible. I think it also should have gotten a screenplay nom. But most importantly, this should have been Nick Cage's nomination. And I don't see why. Like, in other words, to me, he should have been the answer to Nicole Kidman. Like, this should have been his body of work Oscar because he hasn't gotten nommed in a long time. That was an incredible portrayal, and he's just not here. I don't get it. Mm. I, it. It was one of those ones where I'm like, what else do you guys need? Um, the only other person missing who would have been the longest long shot in the world. So I get it. But, uh, well, that's not true. I'm going to do a quick shout out to um, Clifton Collins Jr. and the jockey. Or, sorry, just jockey. Um He's very, very good. He's like he's been around for a long time. Great performance. It's just a smaller movie, so I get why it didn't show up. But the only other one I would have done is Simon Rex in Red Rocket. Oh, that movie is wild. He's very good in it. It's very topical. That should be the movie that Don't Look Up is taking this year. Like the spot it's taking in the way we think about the Oscars culturally, like the topical movie. That should be the one. It deserves that spot. Um, also, it just would have been, like, if you want to get people to watch the Oscars, they're always so worried about viewership. How about you advertise that you nominated a porn actor? Like, I what? I can't think of a better way to get people to be like, I'm going to turn into, turn into this. This is going to be wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was great. He was great. Uh, yeah. Other than that, I think it's a strong field. Which do you, who do you think is winning? Who do you want to win? I'm I'm throwing in a... I'm throwing a whatever you call it into the ring for Will Smith. I think it's going to happen. 
I think he didn't get any of his previous two noms. Uh, industry people like it, like the movie. People like his performance. I could see him taking it, but I'm iffy on it. I'm 50-50 on it. Interesting. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to deviate a little bit here. Uh, I think and want it to be Cumberbatch. I think he is, I think it is the most out of his own wheelhouse uh, that the four that I saw were were doing. I think it's by far the most novel performance of the four uh, in terms of like what they typically do. Um, definitely think he deserves it. I think Denzel would be a really cool second pick. I just don't see them doing it, especially because he already won uh, in the 2010s. Yeah, so I, I, I don't recent. see it, but I think it'd be a really cool second pick. Um, you, you, you've got, you've made me think about whether or not they would pick Will Smith. I, there was a time in which I thought that was going to be for sure, but I thought it was going to be for supporting and not for lead. Um, the fact that he got picked as a lead, which I mean, in retrospect, like obviously it's named after him, but, um, as in his character, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you, you've put a little bit of a, uh, worm in my brain now. I'm starting to doubt whether or not it actually is Cumberbatch's to sort of steal. I, I've, I've gone back and forth on this myself over the past few months. At first, I, when they were promote, pushing the movie as the, like, this is his Oscar vehicle, I was like, oh, okay, it's his Oscar vehicle, I hear you. And then I was like, eh, you know, I don't know. I also did think that he would hold a much harder flame if it was a supporting nom. And then, you know, him against these names, I don't know. But I've circled all the way back around to thinking he's going to take it. So we'll see. Interesting. All right. I like that. So we have our first kind of contentious category. Uh, where are we going next? All right. We're going to Best Supporting Actress, for which we have Jesse Buckley for The Lost Daughter. We have Ariana DeBose for West Side Story. We have Judy Dench for Belfast. We have Kirsten, Kirsten? Kirsten Dunst for The Power of the Dog. And we have, how do I pronounce her name? I believe it's Anjanue, but I could be wrong. Anjanue Ellis for King Richard. I'm going to first start off by saying I cannot wait for Oscar night for the amount of times that people are going to screw up Kirsten and Kristen. (laughs) It's going to be Kirsten Stewart and Kristen Kristen Dunst. Dunst. It's going to happen kind of a lot. And I want to, I I guess what I'm throwing out there is if you guys want to play a, or used to watch a drinking game and like, let us know the results. I think that'd be totally fun. Like, let us know. Because if you start with the red carpet, I bet it's going to happen a lot. Psyched. Psyched for that. Um, Yeah, of this, I have seen, uh, I did not see West Side Story. I did not see Belfast. So those are my two missing ones. I won't speak to those two. What about you? I have not seen anything but West Side Story here. Okay, so you're going to be our Ariana DeBose expert. Um, Yeah, I think this is an interesting batch. Uh, I was a little surprised to see Anjanue Ellis. I kind of expected the supporting noms to go to the daughters. I thought the, the, the young woman who plays Serena, whose name I unfortunately don't know, I thought she would take the actress nom. So it's interesting that the mother took it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 Not that she doesn't deserve it, really. I just am sort of surprised. I think the conversation uh, kind of came out of nowhere for me. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. I think I'm happy with this. I'm surprised Francis McDormand didn't get anything for Tragedy of Macbeth. That seems like a very uh, normal thing. They love nominating her. Maybe it's been too many times. I think, <laughs> I think the, that's the only reason. The biggest, <laughs> I think they were like, again? Be, yeah, like we can't do that again. Um, I think the two that are standing out to me as truly missing, though, is Ruth Negga from Passing. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was very, very good in that movie. And that movie has been overlooked, I believe, completely. Let me do a quick Apple F here. Yep. Uh, completely overlooked this year, which seems very weird. Um, you know, not uh, it seems not weird for terrible reasons, but you know what I mean. Uh, the other one that's surprising to me, I don't know if she'd be lead actor or best supporting. I truly don't know how they would categorize it. But where the hell is Jodie Comer for The Last Duel? Yeah, that that one I, I just thought was a shoe in. So did I, either for best actress or best supporting. I, I Where is she? That movie was entirely her, basically. Like, that's the power of the movie. comes from her. Um, the Last Duel basically got destroyed by the Oscars, too. It's just not here. Very, very confusing. Very weird. Very weird. We should probably note, I didn't see Hazaguchi, but I know people were upset that Lady Gaga didn't get nominated. Yeah, I've I heard that, it, too. So yeah. I can't say anything. So, anyway, I think those are really weird missing ones. Other than that... um. Jesse Buckley as young Lita in The Lost Daughter was very, very good. Kristen Dunst, uh, Power of the Dog, was incredible. My guess for who's taking it is Kirsten Dunst. I, I, this is her first nom, I believe. I would imagine this is going to be hers. Um, you let me know where you're falling. I'm falling, I'm falling the same. I think um, probably... Would be cool, but has the slimmest chance, Ariana DeBose. Um, I think she was just very good in that movie. I think it's one of those situations where uh, this is really not a slight to anybody else in that movie. She was just so darn good that she actively made everybody else look like they weren't acting that hard. <laughs> like I, uh, I don't know if great. they, I don't know if they weren't acting that hard or she was just that good or both. But um, it was a great movie. She was like the star. She was so darn good. Um, though I yeah. do, I do understand um, that it. You know, Rita Moreno actually won for this. So, you know, a lot to live up to in terms of any chance of her actually winning for the same role. Do you think that, do you think there's, do you think that helps? No, I think it hurts. I think it, I think it harms. Interesting. I, uh, I don't know. I can, I, cause I can see it. Weird year. I can see it in the, I, I realize this is not how the voting actually works, but we also know that things are very weird with the Academy and. I don't think you can always rely on, like, they're very serious about their voting and they only vote based on their interest. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> no. I can see, like, the narrative of, like, Rita Moreno won and now Anita wins again, kind of. You know what I mean? I can sort of see that as, like, a beautiful uh, Hollywood fairy tale sort of narrative. Mm. So it, it makes me wonder if that's a way people are going. But I also see what you mean in terms of, like, the, hey, we already saw that win. We're not going to give it to him. I can see that. Mm, no, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it'll be, of course, yeah. it would be fantastic. They were like, yeah, Anita won, and now Anita wins, and there's uh, greater dialogue about this character and colorism, which we couldn't have previously. Uh, but I don't know if it's going to happen. Uh, I agree. I just think tough category a little bit. I think this is a really strong year for Best Sporting Actress. That's probably the thing that I'm, like, most excited by is our Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Supporting Actress uh, categories are, like, I mean, actor is strong too, but those three really stand out to me as being really, really strong this year. Like the people missing, the people included. This feels like it was a hard year to only have five. 
like a particularly hard year. Uh, so I imagine that means we're going into our partner category here, Sporting Actor. We sure are. All right. So we've got Kieran Hines. I want to say that I'm saying that correctly for Belfast. We have Troy Koster. Again, I, I'm probably going to mess all these up for Coda. We have Jesse Plemons for The Power of the Dog. We have J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos. And we have Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog. So I have not seen Belfast or Coda. I know you've seen Coda and you loved it, if I'm not mistaken. I did see Coda and I did love it. And I, I thought it was going to be, it was going to remain a small little film that got heavily overlooked forever. So <laughs> <laughs> boy, am I pleasantly surprised by all of the noms. Yeah. yeah. See, I think that's kind of the, doesn't that feel like that's the trend for the Oscars as a whole this year? It's full of movies that we thought were going to be overlooked. It, it, like, but I'm not not that there are a lot of not that there aren't a lot of movies that still did get overlooked of that course, I'm mad about. Of course, but, uh, yeah. absolutely, no, absolutely, That's in great. the big categories, which is lovely. Uh, I also don't know how to pronounce his name, Kieran Hines. Kieran Hines, sorry, um, but he's Mance Raider from Game of Thrones. That's pretty cool. He sure is. That's all I have to say about that. I just think he's cool. <laughs> I think he's like a very. Uh, He's like differently attractive, older, interesting guy from Game of Thrones. <laughs> like that's who he is to me in my head. <laughs> um, that's all I got. The other three, uh, J.K. Simmons is the one that is strangest to me. I adore J.K. Simmons. I think he's a really fantastic performer. He's given very, very good performances in the 2010s and in 2020 and 2021. This is not one of the ones that stands out to me. So I'm not clear, like... I think this just goes to show the power of being the Ricardos. I don't know why he's here in comparison, again, to other folks that may have been able to make the list. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't really have, have anything else to say beyond that. It's just confusing. Like, I mean, I'll, I maybe my weirdest take, and I will admit this is a weird take. Uh, I kind of think Ben Affleck should have gotten a nom for Last Duel. <laughs> it was so... <laughs> weird and it was so different and really striking and it really kind of glued the movie together in this interesting way and i don't know i think that would have been a very interesting nomination um i also think they are severely missing out on the opportunity to either nominate uh herbert nordrum or anders danielson lee from worst person in the world oh, particularly yeah. anders danielson lee, uh, lee rather he was incredible um also, do you know that guy's a full-time doctor? He, he is? is a full-time practicing doctor, like a medical doctor, and then also just happens to act in one of the best movies of the year and is like an actor also. And he had time to do that this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's nothing really big going on in the world of medicine or anything, so. <laughs> very, very confusing. Uh, anyway, that's my thoughts on J.K. Simmons uh, and, and who's missing in general. I think that's who's missing. But uh, Cody Smith-McPhee and Jesse Plemons, I think this is going to be the category. It's going to be the fight between the power of the dogs. That's my opinion. <laughs> That's where I imagine this is going. And I'm excited to see that. I really love Jesse Plemons. I think you and I have been kind of singing his praises for a while we now. We sure have. He's a low-key, uh, you know, an important character on this podcast. Yeah. We, I watched Game Night again just recently and I uh, loved him oh, all over again. Oh, my man. Yeah. So good. Um, but... I think it's got to go to Cody. I think that's where it's going, and that's where I want it to go. Um, again, only speaking for what I've seen, but, I mean, he takes such an interesting turn in this movie. Uh, he's a fascinating uh, sort of casting choice. He is just a, a a interesting, terrifying, seductive, timid, 
uh, everything that you would want out of such a deep and complex role. And I think it's his to win. I love that. I, ha- I haven't seen the movie, but every single thing I've read has suggested that he is incredible and it's worth rewatching the movie just, just to see what he brings to it each time. So it, it sort of reveals itself over time, which I think is a winner in my eyes. Did you just drop something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can go ahead and leave that in the pot if you want. Uh, I just dropped a fairly big cup of iced tea, but luckily not on any of the recording equipment or my computer. Where did you drop so- it then? Uh, on the ground next to it. I I saw it tipping and I saved it. I like went into pod, you know, like how a mom will lift a, a car off of her podcast. Yes. That's what I just did um, and, and saved the day. So anyway, yeah. Well, all this of us here at EYS, we are really proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I, I like how you're like, did I hear that right? Did I just hear a fairly large bucket of liquid drop? <laughs> I was concerned there was something electronic, but uh, I'll Whoopsies. take it. <laughs> yep, we're good. Anyway, so that is the big six. Oh, I'm going to say one more thing, which is that uh, Go ahead. Troy Coster is the first deaf actor to be nominated. Yeah, I don't think that's true, is it? Okay, he is the first deaf man and the second deaf actor nominated for an Oscar. So it was a woman oh, previously. Okay, there we go, which is even cooler. Um, that's cool. That is very interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, given the performance you saw, do you think there's a world in which he gets the win? Nah, I don't think so. Uh, I mean, he was okay. very, very, very good, uh, very hard category, and I just don't think that this is escaping the power of the dog world. Uh, The award is in that world at the very least, um, at the very most. The the, the award is going to stay inside that movie if it doesn't, I think, Belfast. Uh, But even that's like the slimmest of slim chances. So uh, uh, of no fault of his own, I don't think he's going to win. But boy, oh boy, was he good. I'm so glad he's up here. I'm glad this movie is up here. All good stuff all around. Okay. So that's going to take us, uh, I forgot, we're, we're missing one of our big six, which is Best Director. So for Best Director, we have Kenneth Branagh for Belfast, uh, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive My Car, apologize if I butchered that, Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog, and Steven Spielberg for West Side Story. This is the most difficult one for me to talk about thus far because I've only seen one of the movies nominated. Which I want to start by saying is very weird. There's normally a lot more overlap between director and picture uh, and director and the other ones. And obviously there is overlap. It just happens to be the ones I didn't watch. So (laughs) I kind of don't have a lot to say. I mean, I I don't I don't know. Like I Spielberg is his is who he is. I didn't see West Side Story, but he is the first director and I believe first person to be nominated for an Academy Award in six different decades. So, I mean, again, he is who he is. Like, he's a living legend. He's one of the American greats. So I can't imagine it's not deserved. Paul Thomas Anderson's been doing crazy work for decades now. I'm sure that's deserved. I've heard nothing but amazing things about Drive My Car. Hamaguchi seems like he might be like a Dark Horse win. Uh, Brana's the only one that I haven't heard a lot about for Belfast. And honestly, he made Artemis Fowl, so I don't have like a lot of... (laughs) I don't, sorry, Brana. I have nothing against you really as a guy, but 
I don't really feel like that's the movie I'm giving it to you for. Um, so I guess I can only nominate one person, and that's that I think it's Jane Campion. I think she's going to take you know it. What? I think you're she right. deserves it. You are, object- you are objectively correct, and your prediction is going to come true. Congratulations. You have a bright future as a fortune teller. Thank you very much. Completely agree. Uh, also, shout out to PTA. He's not winning this, but, you know, he's out there, and he's best friends with Haim, and that's great for, for all of them. Do you think, okay, is there a world in which they give it to PTA for his other movies? Uh, has he won before? I actually theory. don't know. Uh, I don't think he has, but I could be completely wrong about that. Never an Oscar. He never won the Oscar. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So he got, Nom. There Will Be Blood was nominated and Phantom Thread was nominated, but Correct. he didn't win, huh? Yeah, Magnolia was nominated. Hmm. Boogie Nights, Inherent Vice. Okay, so again, do you think there's a world in which he wins? Given mm. that his body of work includes Phantom Thread, The Master, Inherent Vice, There Will Be Blood, Magnolia, Boogie Nights. Like, I mean, that's a pretty wild record do you think they give it to him for body of work so not yet my my answer is not yet not not that it isn't a very strong body of work and not that i think phantom thread shouldn't have its own award show dedicated to it but <laughs> uh, uh no not agreed. yet. agreed <laughs> agreed can we put together the phantom thread award show well, i know we both really down, love that movie immediately down yeah i recently rewatched that, that which is just, should just be a thing that recurs every year in my life but Continues to be incredible. Just still, it's still so, so funny, good. so good, so so everything. God, that movie's good. This is just a quick shout out to uh, uh, Alex, who I thought you would enjoy this comparison. Uh, she's completely right, by the way. When she said it, I was like, holy crap. Um, she pointed out that the power of the dog, if you wanted to do a really interesting double billing, power of the dog followed by Harley Quinn, uh, the emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Uh, uh by the Birds of Prey or whatever the hell it was called. Those movies are remarkably similar. Uh, Ewan McGregor's performance as the Black Mask and Benedict Cumberbatch and the Power of the Dog share so many similarities and they deal with a lot of the same themes. It's fascinating. I absolutely love this. I would never have put those two together. Uh, I'm going to give that a try. Ever. It's weird, yeah. Uh, well, that was a pretty good Best Director. We did great. We did, we did. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, shout out to Jane Campion. Uh, if you lose, that will be incredible, and we will all cry a little bit. Uh, but you probably have it. True. So we've got a couple more that we can run through here kind of quickly. I think we'll have to apologize to the shorts per usual. I just haven't <laughs> seen any of them, so I can't speak to any of them. Sorry, shorts. Yeah, let's let's do a quick run through of uh, Best Original Screenplay. We've got Belfast, Don't Look Up, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Worst Person in the World. I think worth noting that this is the first time that movie has come up, and we've mentioned it a few times. Um, in the yeah. noms, I mean. Uh, and uh, Deserved Nom, great movie. Greater performances Absolutely. than movie, even, which is interesting. I agree. I completely agree. I actually, I feel weird. I think the world liked that movie more than I did, but they usually mention the performances as the reason why. I really loved that movie, but I... I I do agree. With you. I think the performance is just stronger than the writing and the writing is fantastic. So what is don't look up doing here? <laughs> what is don't look up is doing could be the end of that sentence. I don't uh, know why it's here. It just isn't, I don't, it's not particularly interesting. I don't have a better way to say that, but uh, I don't know. I don't know why it's here. Um, I'm even a little confused by King Richard. I'll admit. <laughs> um, I don't have a great piece of evidence for this. And I know that I'm incorrect in what I'm about to say. I will preface that, but do you feel kind of weird when biopics get original screenplay nods? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I mean, yes, it is original. I get that it was never written, but it's also like kind of half, right? Like, it's not like you made it up whole cloth. Like, it actually occurred. So, I don't know. 
Just my two cents. Um, I haven't seen Licorice Pizza. I haven't seen Belfast. No clue. But Worst Person in the World was absolutely incredible. More importantly, I just think it would be very, very interesting if it won. I don't know this for sure. I don't remember if Parasite won, to be totally honest. I can't remember now, but it would be at least the second or one of the very, very, very few uh, international films to actually win outside of its category. So that would be very cool. Yeah. Uh, I think that this is the category where we bring it back to what you were asking me about PTA. I think this is where they give him the award. This is where they're. Oh, interesting. Him. I really think it's going to happen. This is their way of kind of nodding his direction. Yeah. That's cool. Um, I'm also, I will shout out one more thing. I don't know where Red Rocket is. Again, I don't understand why it's not here. If you were going to give it to anything, uh, there's a lot of things I would nominate it for, but it's a fantastically written movie. I don't understand. I guess, I guess the Academy just doesn't like porn. Boom. <laughs> Coming for you again. Absolutely shocking content. Yeah. <laughs> Coming for you. I know, hot take. Uh, you want to jump to Adapted real quick? Yeah, quickly Adapted. We got Coda, Drive My Car, Dune, The Lost Daughter, Power of the Dog. Uh, quick thing is I think The Power of the Dog is going to freaking take it, uh, but we should mention yep. Drive My Car and uh, tell me what you think. Yep. Uh, Drive My Car again would be very interesting if it won. Uh, Power of the Dog, I think, has it. I will say I did not care for it. But it does seem it would be interesting to see Dune win for the only reason I'm saying that is it's like a famously like uh, Macbethian thing to adapt, like in the sense that it's like cursed, right? Like Mm -hmm. you just can't adapt Dune. You can't do it. And the fact that they did it, I don't know. (laughs) It just seems sort of maybe because it's part one, they won't do it. But um, yeah. I think it'd be interesting if it won. I didn't care for it. I still think it'd be interesting. It'd be a, a really cool upset is how I yeah, I, know. I, to- I totally agree. It's the power of the dog. Cool. Uh, or, again, could be Drive My Car. I don't know. Yeah. It, Dune's a, the, the one argument for Dune is that they recognize it far enough to give it Best Picture nom. Good stuff. Uh, yep. Argument against Dune is they probably wait to see if part two is good before giving him the Oscar. That's yes, my take. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because they surprise us all with a part one, part two. Oh, yeah. Um. Other thing missing here I want to throw out, I do think Tragedy of Macbeth should have gotten here, but I guess, I don't know, Shakespeare, that that guy Shakespeare, whoever the hell he is. Um, <laughs> oh, is he uh, well-known? <laughs> yeah, wh- whoever that guy is. Uh, but the other thing I will say is, uh, again, this seems like another area where if you didn't want to nominate it for anything else, where the hell is the Green Knight? This it's is the like one a- I'm maddest about, actually. I share your anger. Yeah. It's like a famous myth that isn't easy to adapt and is so weird and disparate and has so many weird offshoots and isn't actually one canon. And they adapt it into a coherent, wonderful, beautiful, weird, dreamy movie. And And people liked it a lot. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, that's Adapt Screenplay. It sounds like we're both on the page of Power of the Dog with a possible drive my car uh, (laughs) because we don't know. (laughs) What a a sentence that is in English. Uh, yep. Let's quickly do Best International and Best Animated. I think worth a brief chat about. Best International, we've yeah. got Drive My Car. We have Flea with two E's. We have The Hand of God. We have Luana, a yak. A yak? Is that how you pronounce it? The a animal? Yak. A, yeah. yak a yak in the classroom. These are words I'm realizing I've never said out loud, possibly, <laughs> in my whole life. Uh, and The Worst Person in the World. Yep. So, respectively, the countries those movies are from are Japan, Denmark, Italy, Bhutan and Norway. Uh, we've talked about driving my car a lot. I would imagine that's where it's going. Just agree. My first guess. 
Flea, which is from Denmark, is supposed to be absolutely incredible. It's animated. It's on Hulu right now, I believe, if you're in the United States. I assume elsewhere. I don't know. Highly recommend you check that out if you can. Uh, only in the sense that I've heard nonstop wonderful things about it. Um, don't know anything about The Hand of God except that it's not supposed to be very good. I don't know. Um, this is Bhutan's first nomination. So that's cool. Shout Incredible. out to them. Also, yeah. if it's pronounced Bhutan, Bhutan. let me know. Yep. <laughs> uh, my bad. And the worst person in the world we've talked about. Fantastic. Uh, they wouldn't be crazy to go this direction either, I think. My guess only on the fact that it has gotten such absolute nonstop love is Drive My Car. Yeah, agree. And and it's got the best picture nom, which is a nice, strong predictor. Yep. Uh, yep. Yes. Uh, and let's take quickly to best animated feature. We've got Encanto. We've got Flea. We've got Luca. We've got the Mitchells versus the Machines. And we've got Raya and the Last Dragon. All right. Do we think this is a shoo-in for Encanto? Yes, we do. We do, but we both think that I think. <laughs> but and I'm also getting least... the sense that we both wish it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we. I will not say that we both because I don't know. But I'm assuming that I think we both wish it wasn't. Yeah. I listen. I, I, Encanto is growing on me a little bit, but I'm, I'm not. This is not the Encanto pod. We'll do that eventually. Where the hell is Bell? I think literally the single most overlooked thing in this entire race is Belle. If you don't know what Belle is, I encourage you to Google it. It's probably playing in theaters near you right now. Yes, right now. Go watch it. It's safe to do so. Please do not watch it dubbed. (laughs) It is absolutely fantastic. Uh, uh, It is, I mean, okay, I'm going to sell it to uh, people who don't care and who are American. It's Beauty and the Beast, but mixed with Ready Player One, and it has really great music. It's like if Ariana Grande did Beauty and the Beast set in the world of Ready Player One. Okay, now stop listening and go watch it. Great. Okay, now for people who are either A, not American, or B, care more, it's a beautiful film. Like It is just an astonishingly animated. Uh, 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 the music is overwhelmingly beautiful. It is such an interesting, passionate, sympathetic look at the internet. And you know how hard that is to do? You know how hard it is to get me to actually think the internet's a good thing? Oh my <laughs> god, is it hard to do. And this movie believes in the beauty of connectivity and social, literally social media, like socialization on the internet. It's amazing. It is a modern day fairy tale. It is a wonder if you like Miyazaki films even a little bit. This is absolutely in your wheelhouse. I don't know why it's not here. I also don't know why it's not best pictured. I especially don't know how it doesn't have best original score or best song. Completely agree. The whole point of this movie is about a singer. She's a singer. Yes. <laughs> and the music is amazing. I, oh my God. I truly think it is the single most missing thing of this entire award season that I don't know what's happening. Uh, and instead, we had three Disneys? Yep. yep Come we on. We did. We sure Come did. On. We got everything that Disney Plus has been pushing over the past year. Yes. Oh my God. I'm so upset about Belle being missed out. Uh, and that's not to say Flea should be dropped. It shouldn't. Of the three, I think it should be Encanto. I think Encanto should drop. Um, I think that Encanto was less interesting in an animation perspective than Raya was. I think it was a better told story, but less interesting to look at. I think Raya is better animated. Um, Luca holds a special place in my heart. I think Luca should also be under best original score. I think it might actually be illegal that it's not. Um, I'm still, you know, I'm submitting to the Supreme Court to try to figure that out. Um, just not really clear why it's not there. Uh, it's literally my Spotify number one of the year. So that's all. 
just I just want to let the creator of Luca know if he ever listens to this that I absolutely adored that and I listened to it nonstop. <laughs> so Dan Romer, if you're listening, I got you, buddy. Uh it sounds like we both think Encanto's winning. Who do you want to win in this group, knowing that we haven't both seen Flea? Who do you want to win? Hardcore want Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, and wow. I also actually liked the Mitchells versus the Machines. I really liked that movie. I thought it was very good. Mitchells was going to be my pick. I think in terms of, again, if you're thinking of this very, animation, very like, I think Mitchells deserves it above the rest. A fun fact, though, is that like, Bong Joon-ho uh, named Mitchells versus the Machines as one of his favorite movies of the year. So uh, I saw that. some hardcore support there. It's great. I mean, it's a, the animation is astounding. I, I think it's it deserves it of this group. But again, the right answer is Bell. So, yeah. uh, okay, that's best animated. Is there any other categories or even just beyond that? Are there any sort of last complaints or excitements that you want to highlight? Ooh, uh, should we do a few snubs that we're mad about? Uh, you've covered a lot of mine. Uh, my The one I really wanted to bring up, which uh, I cannot believe has not come up. Uh, French Dispatch was eligible, correct? Mm, mm. Yeah, it should be. I didn't watch it, but uh, it, it should be eligible and it's just not here at all. So I, I did indeed watch it. I understand it's not his or this is at least my perspective, it's not his best movie, but it's his most Wes Anderson movie. It's it's, it's Wes Anderson the most. Uh, and I thought that he would at least be guaranteed something for the power of being Wes Anderson and for making, to be fair, a very tight and fun and good movie, if not his very best. Um, I thought it was up there, like one of the best movies of the year, frankly. Uh, shocked that it's not on here at all. I don't know what happened there. Uh, zero noms. Zero noms. Yeah, there's a lot of the uh, there's a lot of really good stuff that just didn't make the list. It, 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 which again, I feel like I'd be less upset if it was full of other really competitors. But there's a couple in here that I'm just like, really? <laughs> again, probably the obviously the torchbearer there is don't look and up. Don't look up. Don't, don't know what's what is doing it here. doing there. I'm not even saying it's the worst movie ever made. It's not. But why is it here? 2012 wasn't on there either. <laughs> so I don't know why this is here. Sorry. Leo. One person who had a good shot no matter what was Timothy Chalamet. So shout out to him, you know. <laughs> no matter what he did, he was going to end up on this list. And that's just... Yeah, just by like the power of numbers. Yeah, <laughs> that's sure. And I would, I would say that if you called him like the night before and you were like, hey man, what do you think of the movies of yours that are going to make it? He'd be like, well, Don't Look Up probably doesn't have a chance, but French Dispatch, that one's got a good shot. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Say, I know you haven't watched it yet. Uh... And I, I think you're a you're a Tim a Timma Timistan. Did I make that up? I make am up right a now. I am a Timma Timma fascinator. Timistan, uh, I'm Shala Shala monster. I don't know. None of those things. Uh, None of them. I think my favorite performance he's ever given is in Don't Look Up, and that's not a joke. Like it's that not even satirical. Really? He's really good. And what it got, what I understood in that performance is that I'm not saying he's a bad actor. I tend not to. I just tend not to really get into his more dramatic roles. I think it's fine. Um, he really excels at self-aware comedy, at, at kind of over-the-top, kind of not even like winking, more like kind of like uh, biting your lip comedy. He's very good at being funny, and I don't – I think he's not being used in that category enough. Hmm. This is That's intriguing. I – yeah. It's a lot better than Dune. Hmm. You heard me. Where's the horn sound? Yeah, meow, meow, meow. You said what you said. That was some yeah, foley. Yeah, yeah. I need a, yeah. We need a button. A button on the desk that does the noise. We uh, need to do a Dune episode. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that I don't think that will be non-relevant <laughs> for a yeah, long time. Yeah, I don't time. think so either. Uh, uh, yes. 
any other big snubs or highlights that you have? Also, uh, not surprised about this, but it's interesting that In the Heights didn't show up. I thought the same thing. Uh, I thought the exact same thing. (laughs) Um, This is very cynical of me, but I don't think I'm wrong to be cynical. I think it's because they gave all the attention to King Richard. And I know what that sounds like, but I'm also not wrong. The Academy usually doesn't have two black movies uh, or two brown movies, right? That's like not their thing. And they have West Side Story. That's uh, sorry. That's exactly the point. Not King the, Richard. Yeah. West Side Story. That's yeah. what I was going with. They get you get one brown musical, <laughs> not two. You don't get two. That's not the rules. <laughs> one brown musical, but the heavy involvement musical. of an ex Hamilton cast member. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the rule, and that's who got in. Uh, in the same way that King Richard got in and not passing. Like that's the rule. You get one. So that's. I know it sounds cynical. I truly think that's the reason. It's just not. I. I'm confused too. I I wasn't that in love with In the Heights, but I'm confused that it didn't even it didn't get like a song nom right? or I don't know anything set any anything. I, I I'm shocked it wasn't even part of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, bizarro. Uh, there's a I mean there's a ton of other movies. I think you've already mentioned Jockey. I think there's uh what was the one I wanted to mention? Um, Bergman Island. I've heard a ton about that one. Still haven't seen it. Oh yeah, um, but I I've heard that should have been. Easy, easy nom. Yeah. Very good movie. Um, and Passing, which you've mentioned already. So, yep. yep. Snubbed as always. Uh, any big snub surprises from you? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I've mentioned the ones I'm most passionate about. Nick Cage for Pig, Bell for everything, Green Knight for everything. I don't know where they're at. Um, I want to shout out some smaller things that I wish would have gotten more attention. I understand they're not going to. I believe they were both at the Gotham Awards and the Independent Spirit Awards. I could be wrong about that, but. I get it. Um, Shiva Baby, which stars a Northwestern alum, uh, Go Cats. Really? Uh, Sh- Shalila, this is where you can make the cat sound, where you can go rah, 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 rah. Mm. Oh, that was so good. Well, thank <laughs> I can you tell so you much. really kept up as an alumni. <laughs> um, Shiva Baby is was on my top 10 of the year. It is probably the most tense film I saw all year. And that includes The Green Knight, The Power of the Dog, uh, Spencer. I literally think it was the most tense movie of the year. It was absolutely fantastic. It is such a good horror comedy. And I want to be clear, it is not a horror movie. But the entire time you're in it, it's a horror in that you want to die. Not that the characters are going to die. You wish that you were anywhere else while you were in that movie. Like, I wanted to get up and leave. And it has nothing to do with the quality. It's it's so good at making you want to be anywhere else in the world. Uh, so, loved it. Um, the novice also incredibly good. Lauren Hathaway, her her directorial debut. Isabel Furman, mm. who should have been nominated for best actress. Isabel Furman, who should be nominated for everything ever. So good, and she that is one of the best movies of the year. It's small, so I get it. Um, yeah, I think again, uh, I, I'm not really sure where Red Rocket is in this list. I think Sean Baker is one of the most interesting directors working today, um, and I, I'm not really sure where he's at. I don't think Florida Project got enough love either, so. That continues, I guess. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of it. I I think we covered most of them. I think the other one that stands out to me is I don't know where Kate Blanchett is for Nightmare Alley. I really think she could have gotten a Best Supporting Actress nom for that. Um, Maybe not the win, but the nom. I find it very surprising she didn't, um, given what she does with it. It's very play-like. She's not – she's only in two rooms in the entire movie, and she does so well with it. Um, I think my favorite – scene of 2021 is in that movie with her and and uh bradley Cooper. really so. high praise okay 
Yeah, it's very good. So that's confusing. Um, Weird other shout outs I want to give really quickly, um, or rather confusion. Last Night in Soho doesn't have a uh, makeup and hairstyling or costume design nod. Mm-hmm. I find that strange. I'm not an expert in those categories, but it seems like one of those ones that should have been a shoe-in, and it wasn't. Um, over, for example, Coming to America. Uh, that's an, uh, Coming to America. That's an interesting choice in favor of it, like or, or, or instead of it. Um, honestly, Dune for costume design. I'm a little bit confused. Is it the gray jumpsuits? Is that what stood out to you? I, I couldn't I'm, tell you. I could not tell you. I'm not you. saying they're bad, but I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think the final one is Serrano. I heard nothing but amazing things about it. Peter Dinklage is supposed to be incredible, and I'm pretty sure it only shows up in best costume. That seems very weird. I, I, I My guess is it's because it was basically unwatchable in terms of I have no idea where it played. It didn't seem to play anywhere in Chicago, and if it wasn't playing here, then I don't know where it was uh, playing. It was playing here. I'll tell you where it was playing all the time, everywhere here. I heard it was amazing. I've also heard that. I've seen I've seen the trailer before every movie I've gone to for the past few months, and uh, I mean, my, my damage is that, yeah, we know the story, but gosh darn, does the trailer tell you the entire story, the way it was made. Oh, interesting. Like this trailer, I mean, for those who don't know the story, now they know it, <laughs> and I really wish huh. they hadn't crafted the trailer that way. Uh, but I've also heard incredible things, and I'm very excited to see it. Well, I think we've got a really interesting uh, mix here uh, of of options. Again, oh, we didn't get to our final category. That's how we can close this out. Let's close it out. Who do you think is taking Best Picture? Who do you wish it would go to? All right. This is the big one. Um, all right. Best Picture. Don't look up. <laughs> and we're all going to be really happy about it. Um, who do I really think this is going to? I'm just going to say the name. I think it's going to Belfast. This is the thing. I think. I think it's. Whoa. I know. I know because I'm what? supposed to say Power of the Dog, but I don't think it's going <laughs> to Power of the Dog. <laughs> and I'm going. And when Belfast wins, I'm going to refer you all to this podcast where I said it, Jesus. and it's recorded. You better put down that bet in Vegas now, man. Go online the and put that. Gonna you're going to make some so good money. Terrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I really think that it's going to happen. This is bold as hell. Is this what you want to win or is this what you think will win? Oh, no. I, I haven't watched enough of or these both. movies to know what I want to win. Interesting. That is going to be such a, a big uh, get if you get that. Uh, okay. I do not agree with you. <laughs> Just I don't Shocking. know. Maybe, but that'd be so crazy. I think that this is going to be power of the dogs to lose. Um, it, yeah, I don't want to say why I think that because that'll give away my Oscar ballots and let <laughs> other people win. And I don't want that. But I think that this is it's to lose. That being said, I do think we have two dark horse candidates. I think drive my car could have a really mm-hmm. shocking sudden twist of fate. And I think there is the possibility that they go for the feel-good choice, what I'm going to call the feel-good choice, also the legacy choice. I think there's a world in which they go West Side Story. I agree. In which they pit, in the, in the year in which, as uh, 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 Nicole Kidman has so, so uh, fervently and efficiently told us, cinema is back. Um, it's something we all believe in here at AMC theaters, whatever the hell she says every time Stop. she's on screen. Stop. Is she the, um, is she the ambassador for AMC? Did you not know that? She's the ambassador for Odeon. Like the big, really? the big movie chain here. 
Are they? Is it the same video where she's wearing the dress and she walks yes, up and she, and she says, splashes into a puddle, "Here we feel things." And then and 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 here, heartbreak is yes. feels good in a place like this. Oh, oh my, my god, god, really? I, okay, so a those companies are owned by the same company. We didn't know that until this, this is moment. Shocking. <laughs> Did not know that they were owned by the same thing. All of that to say, wow, look at that. Yeah, it's been a huge meme here. I don't know if it has across the pond, yeah, but it's no, been it, a <laughs> huge meme. <laughs> big, big meme here too, yeah. And then people got really pissed that they shortened it. Did they shorten it at Odeon? No, it's the they same They shortened length. it. They like they put a smaller version that doesn't have the same thing, and there's like a petition right now to put it back. <laughs> people have been printing out the speech and reading it along as she says it. Anyway, as Nicole Kidman has all uh, told us, Cinema's back. This is where we feel things. I see a world in which they give it to the legacy pick because it is going to be very like, this is West Side Story. It's one of the most storied American films of all time by one of the biggest directors of all time. It is back. It is the musical. It is the diverse. It is the 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 cinema, the 2022, the we made it, even though that doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> I see a world in which that's what they pick. So I, I don't think it's a big world. I don't think it's a likely world, but I do think it is a dark horse. So my concerns here are West Side Story didn't do as well as it should have commercially, and that Power of the Dog is great. So also I'm, I'm telling agreed. you, I'm going hard on the Belfast here. And you know it what? It might pay okay. off. <laughs> you are actually very correct. We haven't actually talked about that enough, have we? You're completely right. Actually, I think you may have just destroyed my confidence. Not in myself, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> in my guess. You're right. The Power of the Dog is Netflix, and there is the Netflix curse. They don't like it. Uh, which also will literally don't look up. Drive My Car is from a tiny distributor that, like, Janus Films does not have the power to campaign. I So I it'd be shocking if that did it. It would be cool, but shocking. Don't Look Up's not going to get it because it's Netflix. They don't give it to sci-fi, so Dune's out. So if you consider that as the way to do it, they also don't give it to horror, so Nightmare Alley's out. So if you think about it like that, then it's West Side Story, Liquor's Pizza, King Richard, Coda. Coda is Apple TV. They're not giving it either. Okay, so Coda's out. So that gives us Belfast. See? Uh, Belfast, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, West Side Story. And if we're talking about uh, feel-good cinema, Belfast isn't like... Okay, well, first of all, West Side, West Story, Side Story is so Story. sad. But uh, Belfast is, is a sort of... It's a heartwarming film. I, I'm telling you, everything you've been saying inadvertently is rooting for Belfast, Damn, Eric. You're right. It kind <laughs> of is. Okay, I don't think I'm wrong. I think this is the year that breaks the Netflix curse. But... You have inspired doubt in my mind. And that's my all heart. I wanted to do. All right. This has been uh, Are You Still Watching Oscars, uh, the 2021 season for the 2022 Oscars. Um, happy two-year anniversary to us. I'm so excited to come back and do this with you. We have not recorded in so long, and it is so fun to come back and do what we what we started off doing, doing an Oscar watch, and one that doesn't include Scoob as one of our main guesses. No so, Scoob. This has been great. Uh, very much looking forward to watching them. And uh, hopefully we can do some more recordings here soon. Uh, maybe on these movies. Um, yeah. As always, you can find us uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, just look up Are You Still Watching? Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Uh, if you'd like to help us out, we'd love to record this. We'd love to record more. Uh, you can leave us a rating. It turns out you can rate podcasts on Spotify now. Yeah, that's I didn't know new. That. I just rated our podcast. I gave it five stars, which is not really nepotism. 
It's like self-promotion, I guess. Uh, so you should go do that too. I think that'd be very helpful if you did that. You could also go to Patreon and support us if you wanted at patreon.com slash A-Y-S-W. Uh, am I right about that? That is it's correct. It's been a bit since I've said it, so I could be wrong. And then on Twitter at A-Y-S-W-Pod. Um, that's where you can find our Twitters and our Patreon and stuff like that. We would love if you supported us. And if you let us know what you'd like us to do next, maybe you want to catch up on these movies. Maybe you don't want to watch them. So you want us to talk about them so that you can sound good at parties. We can do that for you. That's a service we provide on Fiverr. We sure do. That's a good yeah. idea, actually. Maybe on Cameo, but, you know, a Ooh. podcast. That's a good idea. Uh, that's a business idea. Okay, nobody steal that. All TM, right. TM, TM, TM. This is going to bring me back to Instagram. going to make use of that platform. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to cut it out. We have to cut that part out so no one steals it. Oh, yeah. Um, this has been wonderful. Uh, podcasts are where we feel things. It's where we come to cry and feel, as Nicole Kidman tells us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Shalila. Have a good night, all. Bye.